What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom show. This is episode number 24. Othel and I discuss the comic book series by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, Dark Knight's Metal. We only really discuss the main six-issue arc, but the tie-ins are pretty important to understanding some of the things going on behind the scenes, which is kind of unfortunate. The main arc is packed full of word bubbles and exposition, but of the tie-ins, there are some complete standalone Elseworlds tales about how the evil Batman came to be and who they are and how they mixed with their Justice League counterparts, so those are definitely really cool. Uh, we also recorded this episode on the Friday of San Diego Comic-Con before the Shazam and Aquaman trailers came out, so we didn't really react to that. But we did get to see the Titans trailer, and we have some pretty strong feelings on that. So thanks for listening, folks. We uh, hope you enjoy the episode. And you can check out more episodes wherever you get podcasts, and check out more of our content at welcometoyourdoomshow.com. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. What's up, folks? This is Justin. Hey, this is Otto. And uh, this is the Welcome to Your Doom show. So, we've been looking over some SDCC news. We're recording this on the weekend that SDCC is happening. So, yes. we've only seen a little bit because it's Friday. Yeah. Um, one thing, the only thing that's really stuck out to me is the Titans trailer. Um, which ever. was, holy shit, it was a lot more violent and crazy than I thought Sweary. it was going to be. Sweary, sweary, but there's just as much teenage angst as I thought would be in that trailer. Yeah, but you know, I'm a I'm the guy that doesn't like judge a book by its cover or a movie by or a show by its trailer. But that is exactly what I didn't want to see for a Titan show. Like it's the exact opposite of what I wanted, and people are just having a field day with it because it's like. I think I saw someone say, like, Zack Snyder approves. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't defend that. Like, yeah. I can't, uh, based on what, what we saw there, I can't defend it. It was just, I was excited to see the Titan. I actually, I was excited to see, you know, their take. And I was so blindsided by that trailer. I couldn't even, I couldn't even piece my mind together after I saw it. I'm yeah. like, what... Did I just see? It, it's like Warner Brothers was like, okay, well, we have Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Like, What's the opposite end of the spectrum? Yeah. Like, Fuck ext- Batman. That's what it is. Yeah. Let's go. Extreme opposite. Oh but the, and the, and the, the worst part about it is that Brenton 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 Thwaites, I think, is his name. Yeah. He looks. He looks like a. Everybody a looks Tim the part. Drake or is he a Dick Grayson? I don't know who he is, but he looks like a Robin. Like he's yeah. got that. He's got that face, and um, I think he's Grayson. He's Grayson, yeah. Uh, and Beast Boy looks great. Like, there's the one shot of Beast Boy, and I'm like, it all looks really good. It's just it that it's kind of I don't know about the Starfire. Looks a little. So I didn't really get to see a lot of the Starfire. Just see her hair and her and her right. eyes. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and the Raven whole thing story arc seems to be what's bringing everyone together, and they're gonna t- they're gonna do the Trigun stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But the whole like f- f- like f- look and feel, and like the uh, Oh, their approach is just why? Like, yeah. Why take that approach? Like, like you said, they took Teen Titans Go, and they're like, we need the polar opposite of this. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, you I know, don't say this often, but mm-hmm. man, like I am not, I, I'm not liking it. You, I just, I can't, I can't muster any, I can't say, oh, but this, oh, but that, like, cause typically I can, like, no, I got nothing on this. It, 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 I like seeing the different take on Robin being that angry and aggressive, but that's about it. And, and the other, the only reason yeah. I can see this working for the WB mm. Is that I think that there's, I mean, this is what they want for their streaming service, right? That's what the show's for. And I think that they're trying to market it to adults. Adults that have, like, the Robin character. And honestly, I think a lot of adults only know the the Robin character. I don't think anybody's looking at, like, Hawk and Dove and being like... Yes! I've been waiting for a Hawk and Dove movie! Oh my god, it's funny that you mentioned that. I just, like, like, did you... Did you uh, see the scene with... Dove, she's slicing motherfuckers in uh, half, yeah. like the Achilles heel of yeah. something. Like, isn't that's like what she's not supposed to no. do? No, that's supposed like she's the the avatar of peace, and Hawk, the the big red guy in the red suit, he's the avatar of war, and she's always the one that's like, hey, settle the fuck down. Yeah. She's just ripping people's I, Achilles tendons out. I didn't see him do anything. Yeah, she was <laughs> doing everything. That's right. He, didn't see he just stood there and looked. He's like, whoa. That's it's a like, lot for even me. I'm good. <laughs> I think you, you filled you. the war quota. <laughs> Thanks. Like, whoa. Oh. I, I don't know. You know what? It's a wait and see sort of thing. Like yeah. Maybe they, maybe they pushed... You know, you can cut trailers any which way. Yeah. And you can get any feeling out of them. Um, I think they just... They overdid it in this trailer. I don't know if the whole show is going to be like that. But but the WB streaming service is 7... I think they said seven i'm guessing us yeah yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd pay for that i'd pay for, for sure. it because you know what's gonna be on there man like Everything. the batman animated series all, all that stuff and like the swamp thing series and all of that i'm i'm, I'm like yeah like yeah. If this other stuff starts looking good definitely yeah. jump in i just saw this young justice news. outside they, they just did a trailer for young it? justice outsiders trailer Ooh. just came out that show that is incredible like a real return to like the jet justice league yeah. like level uh, TV show like Absolutely. Batman and uh, Batman and Superman animated series stuff like wonderful show and I'm really glad it's coming back. Um, I am super jazzed for the Aquaman trailer coming out tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm like really cannot wait for this thing. All they've been releasing a lot of publicity, like uh, publicity, like uh, you know shots of the creatures in the movie and uh, the poster came out. I love the tagline "Home is calling." Like it's all it's all working for me. Um, Really excited, so I'm waiting with bated breath for tomorrow's uh, for tomorrow's DC panel. DC is is bringing the big guns. This this SDCC. I I mean the New York Comic Cons that I used to go to. They they had a couple of big ones, but like remember they were mostly absent. They didn't even have yeah. a booth for like the last four four of them that I went to. And um, but this one they're bringing the juice in Hall H. Like you know, Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman started shooting already. Their their streaming service. Like it's it's there's it's a lot raining. going on. There's a lot going on, and it um, all looks positive. Like I except like... for the ti- like the Titans, I just can't get behind right now. But sure. like this other stuff, like the Young Justice stuff, the Aquaman. I I'm I'm excited about Shazam as well. Like I think it, like you, we talked about this briefly, but you didn't really like the look of the suit. You thought they're gonna play up the kid angle a little. Too yeah, much. it's but that's personal preference. I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna call. I I'd still see the shit out of it depending on how it's being marketed. If it's being marketed as some like crazy kids movie i'm gonna be a lot less interested but um but i mean i think the billy batson character should come through in shazam it's just the question of how much right i don't want to see shazam like 
sitting cross-legged with a bunch of his kid friends drinking Slurpees and talking yeah. about like yeah. school. Like, I mean, at a certain it's, point, it's too much. We, talk, we talked about this. Yeah. It's, it's what makes him unique, so I think that's what they're pushing forward a lot. Right, And yeah, that's yeah. what really what the movie should be constructed around, but you're, I mean, I think there's a certain amount that you're going to take. Yes, yeah. As, so as an audience member, don't go too far with that. Yeah. I so. think that there's a certain amount that you can have him be a kid, but also be informed by Shazam the Wizard. Yep. And the uh, yeah, I want to see wisdom of Solomon. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. So eh, it's I, I I am excited for it. I just hope that it doesn't go too far into childish right. antics. Got it. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, man? The Dark Knight's metal series that DC put out between 2017 and when did it end? We're really late to this party. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> super. We were super late. late to this party. Yeah, but um, um, yeah, Dark Knight's Metal came out June 2017 to March 2018, so it was over that uh, six months or seven months. There, they had the core series, Dark Knight's Metal one to six, which yep. is primarily what we're going to be reviewing. But they also had six or seven one shots mm-hmm. highlighting different aspects in the different. What uh, is not a spoiler, the Nightmare Batman that show up that are analogs of Batman mixed with the other just members of the Justice League. And they're very, very bad people. And they're very, very good books. Like those tie-ins just for me were my favorite parts of the series. Right. Um, then you also had a couple of other series. Uh, there was a Gotham Resistance storyline and then mm-hmm. there was a Bats Out of Hell which collected right. through a few different series. Um, and they were they were okay. Oh, you got through all that stuff? I got I through all that. Dude, that. I was a beast. When yeah. it <laughs> Every time I told you I'm like halfway through, I had read one book. I blasted <laughs> through like everything in the last right. last night and this morning. <laughs> so I think we can, when it comes to reading. I think we could probably jump right into it then. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dark Knight's Metal. Sweet baby Dark Side. Starro has five asses. <laughs> thing I really thought I was going to discover when I read this book I really really hope that like somebody if you're listening to this and you haven't read it and you're like why is Justin laughing (laughs) go read these books yeah yeah and uh general feelings I was middle of the road on this one I was too I really don't have any strong feelings one way or the other about the series yeah the one shots were fucking awesome so that's a weird thing because I didn't even read the one shots I read the Aquaman the, the drowned one shot but I didn't read any of the other one shots I just read the core series one to six yeah uh, it's written by Scott Snyder. Uh, the the core series one to six is written by Scott Snyder and drawn by uh, Greg Capullo, who have been essentially writing and drawing Batman since the New Fifty Two started. They started with the Court of Owls, and then uh, with Death of the Family, and then end. It was an end. What was after that? Not Endgame. I didn't. So I read. There Death was one of, between Endgame and um, and Death of the Family. Yeah. Um, so I I read uh, zero year. Sorry? Zero year. Zero year. Yeah. So I read uh, I read the first two. I read Court of Owls, which I is a fantastic book. Amazing. If somebody, if somebody asked me, you know, oh, I wanted to get into comic superhero books, like I, that's a quick recommendation because it's self-contained, very well told, well drawn. Uh, Death of the Family was also quite good, but I haven't read anything beyond that. That did inform some of this book, though. Like Scott Snyder's been working towards this series for a long time. Yeah. Um, so general feelings, middle of the road. I read it, and uh, some parts were a little confusing as I like haven't read anything other than those two series. So like the Dark Side War and like End Game and stuff like that, I didn't read. Um, uh, yeah, but there's, I, you know what? I, I just felt there was like too much exposition. There was a lot of 
talking. Yeah. yeah. There was like dialogue but this is like the watchman of like crossovers. There's like dialogue bubbles and text all over this motherfucker. And uh that kind of put me off yeah. a little bit. It was a lot it was very dense. Yeah, it was very dense. Um pacing of it for the first few books was actually okay. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of exposition, um, you know, this is what the metal is, this is what Batman's been investigating, but I also had the advantage that I read most of the tie-in, so I kind of got a little... Yeah, well, you, you wrote, Did you read The Forge and the casting? Yes. Okay, so yes. you got a little bit of build-up to that. But, like, between the books, there was stuff happening in those tie-ins, like the seven, uh, six or seven circles around Gotham, around Challenger's yeah. Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Without knowing kind of what that Does, is... There's no context. There's no context. It's, it's just insane. like... Yeah. I, I, I get it, because I feel like they're giant holes in yeah. this story, and I don't know, maybe I'm... I don't know what it is. I when I was reading, and I'm gonna come. I'm gonna do. This is not the first time I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this a lot. I'm gonna compare this to the Blackest, Blackest Night. Night. I knew you were going to do that. I'm gonna compare I was it to too. the Blackest Night because I think that's one of the best cross. Well, that and the Sinestro Core War. Yeah. One of the best. Two of the best crossovers ever. You know, ever uh, in the DCU. Um, when I read the core eight issues of the Blackest Night, I got the whole story. The other stuff was wonderful to fill in gaps but there i don't i didn't feel like at any point i was discombobulated when i was reading the story yeah even the absolute edition only includes the blackest night core eight issues as well as the green lantern interleaved in between and you only need those two books it tells the whole story um and i i'm a believer in the fact that the core books should be telling a cohesive story and i just don't think this did that and it's unfortunate because I think there's a lot of cool stuff here. You know what else? You know who else did that? The Flashpoint paradox. The mm-hmm. Flashpoint series, they told their story in that book. I didn't need to read. It. I only read the tie-ins after. I didn't read them while I was reading it, and I was totally into it. I, I really liked it. Yeah. This is just like I was like, what? Where did this guy? This character's gone now. Where are these? Why are they fighting on a mountain? Like, where did this come from? Like, where are they? Like, yeah. I, you know, like I was asking myself that question a lot. And for a book with so much text, it didn't answer any of those yeah. questions. So I was kind of, uh, I was kind of like, you know, discombobulated, and uh, and it 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 sort of put a damper on the experience. I did like some of the themes of hope and and light and all of that stuff, but again, they came with massive dialogue bubbles that were just like these very dramatic like soliloquies kind of thing going on, and I was like. Yeah, so I had I kind of had mixed feelings about that. Um, yeah, I did. The art's great. Greg Capullo pulls out all the stops. Uh, he has some weird takes on some characters, uh, but other you know, which ones? Did uh, you feel? Aquaman. I don't think I really like his. No, I don't think it, I really like his Aquaman. It, it, it kind of takes me back to like Harpoon. Yeah, 1990s. no, but I mean, I think they've made that change in the yeah. Aquaman books. But there are other artists that have like drawn like drawn that look like better. I yeah. think he looks um, more scruffy than stoic than anything. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was. I think his art is more is more catered to uh, something a little you know a little darker, a little mm-hmm. more gritty. This one is super colorful, and I think it clashes with some of his little more scratchier art style. It there are some scenes in here that reminded me directly of his Spawn days, like when he drew Spawn for McFarlane. Yeah, I can um, see that. Anyway, so those are my general thoughts. So maybe we should just go into okay, spoilers. Okay, let's jump into it. Yeah. All right, so the story of Metal opens up with what I think is the wackiest scene I've ever like On Warworld. Yeah, on Warworld with Mongol. 
and they're stuck in this gladiatorial pit and they're fighting these robots that are designed to take them out but then they discover that they can jump inside the robots and take them over and they form a giant like power ranger like a, a giant justice mega league voltron yeah justice league or megazord or whatever yeah. you want to call it and they all and they have these here's the thing about this book it was funny like there were moments of real like comedy here which i actually quite enjoyed there were some really some good one-liners so uh then they get back to earth and batman's been investigating something without them and he's basically uh trying to uncover the mystery of this metal the metal yeah and the and uh, metal uh being eighth or or nth metal what yeah. they call nth metal um and then i think what happens like challenger mountain which is this you know like how did you describe the challengers of the unknown in the they're DC the universe? knockoff fantastic four yeah that's <laughs> really what they are yeah and um Something goes on on Challenger Mountain, and uh, they meet Kendra Saunders, yeah. who is like Hawk, uh, Hawk Girl. Yep. But not Hawk Girl. Yeah, she's so after she... the nth medal. I think that's a story we missed. So yeah, so I look at this. She's like, "You guys don't know me, but I know you." This is the line from the book, and yeah. then later, Wonder Woman calls her Hawk Girl. Yeah. And I'm like, but she's never Hawk Girl. Like she's yeah. Anyway, so this is another one of those weird things where. I think not having the whole picture added to my my confusion, uh, and then Batman basically like disappears. Yeah, well, because she came out and she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna abduct Batman." He's oh yeah, because they need him. Shit, and right. they need we don't him. want. Him. Yeah, they need him. They don't want him to do whatever he's gonna do, and then he he escapes. He's yeah, he ready escapes. for that, and he escapes. Yeah. He uh, and he stole something. He stole from the nth metal. The nth metal. Like he stole some kind of metal from them. Yeah. And they are saying that he's been conditioned to be the unlocker of this dark universe. Yes. So they're like, look, we need to capture Batman because he's the key. He will bring the dark universe about because he's been conditioned by the Court of Owls uh, and um, a demon named Barb... Barb How did you pronounce this? Barbados <laughs> or Barbados? That was something, that's something that I had gone over in my head a couple times and I wrote down as a note. Because every time... so. Originally, in my head, I was going Barbados. Yeah, I was going right? Barbados as well. Sorry, I was going... Oh, I was going Barbados. Yes, that's yeah, what I was doing I was originally. Going I was going Barbados. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Maybe they're probably accentuating the eight, the bat part in it, right? And then I said, Barbados. And then I started thinking, Barbados. <laughs> and then I started laughing every time I read it because I'm like, Barbados. Barbados. Yeah. And then I wanted to go on vacation. That's right. That's right. And there's this funny scene where they say Batman probably has some sophisticated like escape plan. Yeah. Escapes from them. But the next panel is him jumping on a Velociraptor <laughs> to get out of there. I thought that was that was pretty funny. Uh, and it's revealed that there are folks in the DC universe that are sensitive to the nth metal. Yes. And anyone who's sensitive to the nth metal can detect where those deposits are and can see what's coming. And what's coming... Are, are avatars of the dark universe, this dark matter universe that has always been there but never been discovered. Uh, so what they end up deciding to do is um, to, well, they need to find Batman. So that's right. one thing. And they need to, and they decide to split up and look for the nth metal. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm skipping a whole bunch of stuff. They try to find Batman. Yeah. Well, Batman essentially disappears and then he finds Carter Hall's dictionary. Or not dictionary. dictionary. Carter Hall's dictionary. Hawk. Again, bourbon. Man. Um, <laughs> Two words. Hawkman. <laughs> um, Hawkman's... <laughs> it sounds like Walkman. Hawkman's um, uh, 
diary. That's yes, what I was trying to that's say. Right. His Carter diary, because he's been investigating. He's been investigating over and, many yeah. millennia, and, and a lot of the story is really told through his eyes or through that's his right. experiences, which is kind of interesting up until a point. I mean, up until issue two is really where it cuts off. It comes back later. Yes, it comes, it comes back, back later. Back later. So, and yeah. um, so he finds his journal. Yes, Batman finds his journal while managing to evade the Justice League in a really, really funny way. Yeah, he leads them through a swamp and gets them all into it. And I thought this was one of the highlights of the book. He gets them to the swamp, and they're like, "Look, it's 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 the Bat Family. It's Dick Grayson and it's Damian Wayne that are dressed like Batman, and uh, they're trying to you know confuse the team so that Batman can continue his investigation while." eluding the, the the league and they're like why'd you bring us here just hand us hand it hand it over and they end up leading them to uh swamp things like sort of is that his like lair or do they basically damian wayne brought something that was so destructive to plant life yeah and the bag they were holding was full of it and uh cyborg realizes that it's uh, it could destroy all of this plant life. So then, all of a sudden, Swamp Thing comes out. He's like, "Who dares, like, yeah, you know, uh, harm the green?" And then they all bolt. Right? Yeah. So they basically use Parliament Swamp of Thing. Trees. That's what it is. That oh, okay, was yeah. A, something is that they, where they were? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was they something they established back in like brightest day. Brightest day. Yeah. yeah. So they they realize that he, they were in his zone and they brought a really destructive yeah. weapon to the it's green. Like, what and the <laughs> fuck are you doing here? Yeah. yeah, Swamp Thing loses his shit. So Batman basically outsmarts them by using his Swamp Thing trap. So yeah. what ended up happening was Batman ended up running off to... He ended up distracting them with something that sounds like his heartbeat because he figured oh, that's, that's what right. Superman was going off of. Yeah. And then turns out he's actually been... He went to, what is it, the tomb of Carter Hall yeah. or the yep. tomb of uh, something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A tomb, I'm going to say tomb of Carter Hall. Valley of the Kings. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that yeah. sounds promising. That sounds... Yeah. So sounds like something he big. goes to basically investigate where Carter Hall was buried. And um, it turns out that's not... It wasn't his tomb. It was actually Hathset's. Who is Hathset, who is the Carter Hall and Ken, Kendra's Hawkman and Hawk Girl's like mortal enemy. Mortal over enemy. The, yeah. That the one that originally cursed them to relive right. their love and die over and over and over again. So he they bring him to this temple of Hathset, and that's actually where everybody, the Court of Owls. Oh yeah, he gets they, jumped. They here. basically got jumped, and they're like, yeah, we knew Carter Hall's diary dictionary was in there just, yeah <laughs> they're just waiting for him to find it right? yeah and conjugate yeah so they they found that <laughs> he was in there and they're like yeah well you found it finally dude and yeah. uh guess what we have a metal that we're gonna fuse right. infuse you with that's gonna open the door for the bad guy barbados the bar <laughs> barbados barbados sunny beaches and crystal clear water are coming for you yeah. bruce so they pour the metal which I can't even, like, I don't know if I'm going to say the name without laughing. Is Batmanium? <laughs> yeah, Batmanium. I'm like, come on, guys. That was a bit, that was a bit on the nose. Um, yeah. But they essentially fuse Batman with this Batmanium. Yeah, so one thing I want to, yeah, one thing I want to do before you go forward is that the most ridiculous scene in this book is out of a bag. Is it a bag? It's a bag. He's That's what I took. I He's did the exact same. I took back. I looked back a page and yeah, back forth because I'm like, did he just He's carry a baby <laughs> out of the bag and yeah. be like, ah? He Sorry. uh, he he's been carrying this backpack that, <laughs> and this entire time, riding on dinosaurs and like jet skis and whatever to get to this tome, and he finally gets down there, and what does he pull out of this bag? It's a it's a little baby dark side. It's it's exactly. It looks exactly how it sounds. Yeah. It's a dark side as a baby with these cute little goggles on. 
to keep the Omega Beams inside, kind of like Cyclops' visor, except, you know, much more adorable. And uh, he's and he's holding him like a dog. Like the back of his scruff of his neck, he's got him by yeah. the back of the neck. He's just like, <laughs> look what I got. And everyone's dead serious yeah. in this scene. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? But apparently at the end of the Dark Side War, in order to defeat him, I think that's what they did to Dark Side. They de-aged him, so he's, he's, he's a Dark Side baby now. And uh, his plan is to use um, not the Omega Beams, but the, uh, what's it called? Omega the, Sanction. The Omega Sanction that originally, quote-unquote, killed him around the time yes. of, the, of uh, the Blackest Night and sent him back through time. Yes. And that's what his plan is. To, uh, but right after that, they get jumped by you know, a bunch of cultists and they spill the, the metal on him. And out of this portal that's get, that gets created, out comes... The Nightmare Batman, because they've finally been unleashed. Batman has been conditioned his whole life and many other past lives to do this. This was his purpose, though he just needed to be fused with that metal. So out pops these super duper cool looking Batman, evil Batman. Do you want to go through their names? I thought you. you I'm going to do it from memory because right. I'm not going to look it up. So the one I couldn't remember before was the Merciless. That was the right. one that. <clears throat> basically is based off of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So that's one. So you've got uh, the Red Death, that's based off of Flash. The yep. Mean Machine is based off The of... Mean Machine. Sorry, sorry. The, the Death, Death machine. machine. The Mean Machine. That's what I called my I bicycle mean, when I was it's pretty little. meth. The or, green. Sorry, pretty... It's pretty good, meth. Pretty meth. Pretty metal. Is that what you meant? Pretty the bourbon. Death Machine. Yeah, the Death um, Machine. Yeah. Devastator is based off of Superman and yep. Doomsday. Yep. The Drowned is based off of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. The Green Lantern-based one is the Dawnbreaker, and the yep. best-named one, and actually the most important of them all, yes. because it's like the um, Barbados's right-hand man, yeah. is the Batman who laughs. Yeah, and these designs are amazing. The Batman that laughs has these two children attached by chains to him, and they're little, like, demon cannibalistic Robins, Yes, and it's really twisted. One other thing, too, is that um, in his universe, he killed all the Bat family that was closest to him. And this is in the tie-ins. This yeah. is in the, the Gotham tie-in. I can't yeah. remember what the name of it is. Um, but he ends up recruiting uh, Damien to be like his super right-hand demon Robin. And I think Damien actually like opts into... Oh, whatever is right? it is yeah yeah so that, is that actually damien one of those kids yes not one of those kids there's oh. one that's like the uber one of those oh, kids I and see. that one is damien and i think you don't see him in the actual metal series you see him in the um gotham resistance okay all right so these um dark knights these evil dark knights come in and they capture wonder woman and superman and they attach them to this battery that they're trying to like basically farm people's nightmares I guess is what they got going on mm. and they've attached millions and millions of people in these columns in these cities with all these people think of like the matrix battery centers except you know like f- you know farming nightmares so we get a couple of glimpses of what superman's nightmares look like what batman's nightmares look like uh and then a weird thing happens um superman wakes up and wonder woman wakes up and they get away did you see any explanation here as to how they nope. got out of this? Nope. Not even in the tie-ins. I was, I was reading this and I was very confused. They're like, I know it, it felt like years to them when they were captured in yeah. this like column of nightmare, this nightmare factory. And uh, they just get out. <laughs> no assistance whatsoever. They just get out. Yeah. 
Um, I think Wonder. Oh, you know what? It's showing Wonder Woman's lasso of truth wrap around his wrist. Yeah, but she uh, got out first. Yeah, seemed, but it's not and clear. then manages the lasso for that. But it wasn't clear how she, she got, got out. out. Yeah, it seems very odd, and they just kind of waltz out of there. Um, like you'd think a bunch of characters that were Batman and had worked with Wonder Woman would be like, oh, take the lasso. That's that's right. Want. You know, if they're going to stick them up there yeah. and like have them be all yeah. like zoned out, why don't you just take the yeah, lasso just, away? It just seems it's just little things that just mounted and mounted while I was reading the story mm-hmm. where I was just like at, some, at one point I'm just like, you know what, forget – like I'm not going to ask any more questions. I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. And um, – Superman tries to fight Bar- uh, Barbatos head Barbados? on. Yeah. Sorry. And gets, you know, tussles with the Dark Knights, like the, the evil uh, Dark Knights, and gets saved by um, Dr. Fate and the Flash. And he gets pulled into a portal into, I can't remember what this bar is called, the Bar of Heroes or, the, or something like that. And like one of those magic pocket, name. pocket dimensions. And another thing, a small thing here, like he saves him. In this panel, like, it's really intense. He saves him, runs to the portal. In the very next panel, he's just sitting at a table like he's been there for years. Like, drinking... With the beer. Like, with drinking a beer or drinking water or whatever. And I'm like... Again, like, this... It's weird. It's not cohesive. Like, at all. You know? Like, it's not... You know, there doesn't seem to be... Like, I feel like there are panels missing. You can see it here if you wanted to uh, take yeah. a look. It's like... It goes from this. Like, really, like he's running through the portal. And you go to the next one. And he's just like... Chilling back there, Oblivion Bar. Yeah, that's what I was looking. Oh, for. Oblivion Bar. Yeah. the name of the Which bar. Which is because oh, I that's wanted. A, that's a good name. I wanted to know too. what my future bar is. Gonna yeah, be yeah, dude, that's a good one. Oblivion Bar is good. Yeah. Um, and then they get this speech that these guys have all been hiding out here, and Superman's been gone for how long? Is I it think months? Ta- ta- Batman was gone for thirty years, and by gone I mean he's in, in his, his head. Yes, in his yeah. head, and I think in his body. I mean he was old sure, as yeah, shit old, later. Yeah. But uh, I don't think... Yeah, these guys saying we lo- like they've had this war while Wonder yeah. Woman and Superman yeah, were out. Yeah, kept on warring yeah. and dying. And, and they, they, show that they, they, they show that like they've lost many major cities. But then they discover that um, a certain metal can kill them. The nth metal can yes. hurt the, the Dark Knights. Which is something you see in the Gotham Resistance, right. which is not in this It's not in pers- this. And that's actually something I understood and got. And I didn't it wasn't really necessary. It wasn't necessary, yeah. but that's the perfect kind of thing for a tie-in. Right? Yes, absolutely. And um, and they get, they also determine that Doctor Fate, Plastic Man, who is now an egg. Sure, and uh, and Deathstroke, for whatever reason, because he just shows up randomly and yeah. he has this really like funny attitude like he's a stand-up comedian in this book i don't know okay i'm not the only one that was off put by yeah. that then. okay because yeah i was like dude are they trying to make him deadpool now yeah like deadpool yeah. was trying to be him and now they've switched it yeah like, it's, it's very deadpool very... and i don't like it yeah. didn't like it at all i was no. very put off by that right so they end up uh superman ends up jumping into the dark universe to save bruce because he's been sucked in through this uh, when the metal was poured on him uh, and Steel helps him get through with his hammer. So he gets there and discovers that it's all a trap. Yeah. In all three or four cases. Because the uh, Dark Knights wanted the Nth Metal found so they can use it. Um, and capture the heroes. So And Superman ends up being the key, not Batman. Right. Uh, because of his biology, he can power or be the battery for their... Uh, machine that's going to drag the earth down into the dark universe. I loved, I actually really liked this thematic thing where like their universe was getting dragged into the dark. They use that parallel a lot and it and it does sell. Like I, I quite liked it. 
Um, and then Superman is is locked in this battery with Batman, and Batman breaks out. And this is kind of the problem with the book. It's fucking all over the place. Yeah. And I just can't even... And it's solutions hard to bring together. present themselves, in my opinion, way too fucking conveniently. Yes. Like, yeah. Batman, when he breaks out, he's like, oh, this guy has the... Ex- this Superman character is holding the fucking glove that has a bunch of different kryptonite on it. I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it on and be like, ha-ha! Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody backs off. Yeah, it's not clear why everyone backs off. They're just figments of an imagination. Like, how can they be scared or, yeah. like, taunted? It just seems very strange. So... Batman breaks out of this... Basically, he's experiencing Superman's nightmares, which I thought was cool. And uh, Superman's nightmares are like Superman in the bat suit from, the, from like Dark Knight Returns. Or Superman's nightmare, did you notice, is the electrical. Yeah. Superman is one of his nightmares, which I think is really funny. Because I don't think there are a whole lot of people that like that phase of, of Superman. <laughs> uh, Superman and Batman escape... Uh, but they're feeling pretty hopeless as the fucking, like, paragraphs of dialogue lead us to believe. I'm reading these, like, essays on hope and faith and all of that stuff, and it's just got really tiresome after a little while. But they do explain a really cool piece of mythology, and it's explained by none other than Morpheus. Dream is that, in this That was book. the thing I meant to look up, actually, is, like... Because they kept calling that motherfucker Daniel. Daniel. I, I like, think that's, what is this? If, I think that's I think that's in. Um, uh, so for uh, for anyone who doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, oh yeah, wouldn't blame Neil you. Gaiman. Um, Neil Gaiman's the Sandman character has always been a part of the DC universe, but I think this is the first time he's been in it post the New Fifty Two. Um, so he explains the, the the whole thing that's going on here. Uh, and the whole thing that's going on is you have a mo- you have a monitor, you have an anti-monitor, and then you have um, the World Forge. And every time this giant hawk-like figure bangs on the World Forge, worlds are created. But there's also a World Dragon. What do they call that? And is and uh, yeah, the Great Dragon. Mm. And when a world reaches the end, the dragon eats the world, right? But the dragon, who is Barbados, you find out, kills his master, who is the forger of worlds. And in doing so, he's caused the worlds that are supposed to die to fester and grow and stay alive but sink into this darkness because they were meant to be destroyed. It's like not pruning a plant. You know, you get this really deformed leaves growing off. If you don't prune it, it looks... it's. It's kind of an awful state of affairs. I really liked that analogy. Absolutely. And that's what all these dark worlds were. And uh, I, I liked that. I, that was relatively simple and well explained that I kind of understood what the fuck was going on with that one. And the Sandman says that you have to go back to the World Forge and fire it up again. And if it's gone dark, then all hope is lost. So they head off to the Forge. Uh, and meanwhile, you have the other squads doing their thing in other areas and they all get captured, essentially. Um, a word on the Dark Knights themselves. The one problem I, with this book, there's a lot, whole lot of talking. It's very confusing. And those motherfuckers aren't even in it. And yep. it really kind of upsets me. Because I was, I was like, this is fucking, these, these guys are cool. The only guy that's really in it that just talks a lot is the Batman who laughs. Yeah, and, that, that's... and I'm like, okay, I'm all for this like great dialogue he's got. But they don't do anything. They're not featured in this book at all. They're a bunch of goons, really. Yeah, they're and, goons and for, you know, and 
And they're all in the tie-ins. That's where they are, and that's probably why the tie-ins are good. We should fucking do those, because back to this series, a bunch of shit happens where, you know, Wonder Woman is fighting a newly converted Kendra Saunders hot girl. I was kind of losing it at this point. I wasn't really sure, like, what was going on. Um, on Thanagar with uh, Green Lantern and... Um, Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific. All of a sudden, Martian Manhunter shows up. Yeah. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, they go there, and they're like, hey, we're looking for some nth metal. The leader is like, uh, yeah, sure. You want it? And Starro's like literally a giant. <laughs> Starro is this giant sentient star that can take over people. Like starfish, actually, that can take over people. And he's hiding behind the curtains. Like, can I come out now? Can I come out now? It's really funny. And uh, they double cross Green Lantern and Mr. Terrific. They're in jail. Turns out that one of, you know, Martian Manhunter's on Thanagar. And he's like, hey guys, how's it going? I'll, yeah. I'll get you out. But and then was, Martian Manhunter just disappears. He doesn't come back. I know. It's, he literally, there's a panel with him, like the last panel with him is them breaking out. Yeah. The bat, the, the Nightmare Batman jump them after they break because they have the egg. Yeah. And they have like, you know, um, and uh, then Martian Manhunter just disappears. Where the fuck did he go? Because he's in none of the splash pages that come He doesn't come, come out after. again. He's yeah. there. He's there. And this is my biggest problem with this whole series is I feel a lot of things are there for convenience. Martian yeah. Manor shows up out of convenience. The ending kind of shows up there out of convenience. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that, oh, okay, let's just throw this in there. And it, to me it's cheap writing, which I don't like saying for Scott Snyder stuff, but to me a lot of this stuff is a little bit like, hey, let's just write in the Martian Manhunter to get them out of this jail cell. It's yep. like, why? I agreed, agreed. I don't really like that. Really cheap use of that. Yeah. So anyways, they... they Finds it. They turn. It turns out that this villain, whoever's infused with the nth metal, double crosses them and makes the nth metal on Earth go black with this big giant cannon. Yes. All of the Nightmare Batman take all of these people. All Wonder these Woman. Well, yeah. All not of them. Wonder Woman. And not Kendra, Wonder Woman. And Kendra. They're but fighting. Aquaman. Deathstroke. Aquaman. All Deathstroke. Green Lantern. All of them. They bring them back to this uh, their lair up on Challengers Mountain. We'll say. Yeah. It's all centered around Challengers Mountain. Right. Kendra and Wonder Woman have been fighting for hours and can't get up there. Out of nowhere, the cyborg and the Flash come back from the multiverse. Yeah, and with some this weird big looking blimp. ship. Yes. Yeah, this is a really weird looking ship. They're like, oh, we brought reinforcements. And this was a cool moment, but they don't spend any time on it at yes. all. Yes. Um, they brought some reinforcements and they found other Elseworlds takes on Batman. Yeah. So they found the positive Elseworld takes on Batman, like uh, the Batman from Red Sun, the Batman from The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. The Batman from Crimson, even the Crimson Mist Red Rain Batman yeah. was there, the Vampire Batman, which is one of the first Elseworlds I read when I was younger, and I loved that, and I was lo I loved that they had it in there. Um, even with the backup of the new Batman, like, they still can't get up the mountain, and they're gonna be, their world is gonna be pulled into the dark universe, the dark, dark multiverse, um, and Superman and Batman are having this... <laughs> They're on. They're, they've gotten to the World Forge, lest you forgot about Superman and Batman in this crazy story. They got to the World Forge, found it was pretty dark. They find a gigantic Hawkman, who is now the, I don't know, a combination of the dragon, the eater of worlds. He's the new eater of worlds. Yeah. Kendra and... They open up a portal back to Earth. Kendra and Wonder Woman go in looking for Bruce and uh, Clark. Because they're stuck in there, yeah. And Kendra talks to Hawkman, and they have this—they have this connection, right? There ends up being a spark of hope, yeah. And who brought that metal? Like, I can't remember. The metal's in the forge. I think just the, metal's the spark in the forge. of hope from Hawkman is what like light sparks lights, the forge. Yeah, lights the forge, which Superman, and Batman caught. 
Kendra comes down, and then Wonder Woman descends into the forge as well, and then Kendra being there just really illuminates it. Then that's when yeah. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman come up, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, we've got super new clothes." Cool. Yeah, it was super cool. We've accessorized. Uh, yeah, they come back with the so they've they've described eighth metal is like the metal that the gods use on Earth, like our pantheons of yeah. gods. Ninth metal is categories. step up. A step up from that. And 10th metal is a step up from that. That's the shit. <laughs> that is the that's good shit. That's what worlds are made yeah, from, Yeah, that's man. right. Yeah. Oh, ex- that's exactly. That's what is in this bourbon. It's 10th metal. We're drinking 10th metal tenth right metal now. 10th metal bourbon. Um, anyway, they get... This is another cool part of the series that I like. They get this cool, dope 10th metal armor. Yes. And I thought that was a pretty neat scene. And Batman jumps in, who's... He's been old and frail this whole time. Suddenly, he's like... He's back young and his suit looks all great. He's all... He's all... It's like he just like his he just got like tailored, yeah. you know. Jumps out and he sees everyone like having trouble, like you know, like they're all incapacitated. He takes out like he formulates two like bent bent tenth metal batarangs, shoots them and punctures these heroes, and the at tenth metal forms armor around them. So the whole Justice League is armored up, starts fighting back. Then basically what it comes down to is that the Batman who laughs is going to pull a couple of levers. I can't remember what that was for. Um, oh. Some the machine. There was some kind of machine, or the, the anti-monitor's brain would destroy everything along with the monitor. Yes, something along those something lines. along those break lines. Break everything. Yeah, essentially, it comes down to pulling a couple of levers at the end, and Batman cannot defeat the man who laughs because the man who laughs, sorry, the Batman who laughs is Batman. It's hard to beat himself, so um, he enlists some help. And what was a pretty surprising moment. The Joker comes out of nowhere. The yeah. Our world's Joker comes out of nowhere. Literally he, nowhere. Yeah, he saves our world's Bruce, and they both have this like knockdown, dragout fight with the Batman who laughs. Which was entertaining. It's it was just, good. If, if it you get rid of good. the fact that like, how the fuck did what, the Joker get? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, where did he come from? Do Batman and him like? Do they share a Twitter account? Yes. Do they communicate via WhatsApp? Like, that's how right. did they get together after that? Like, all of a sudden, he's just there. He's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, that's right. I, I just didn't get it. I yeah, didn't I didn't get it, but it was super cool. And, like, Batman is like, never, we're never going to speak of this again. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, uh, and, yeah, they fight and beat the Batman who laughs. Pretty handily, too. I can't even remember what happens now. Like, did they beat him? Like, and they then, beat the shit out of they him. Be, they beat him to a pulp. Oh, and there's this moment on the mountain when the when they all get their armor. Yeah. They open up Plastic Man. Oh, yeah. He's Plastic, Plastic Man's just egg. like, yo, let's do this. Yeah, and they open up Plastic Man, and somebody's like, can you just change it to a dinosaur or a shark or like a lawnmower, giant lawnmower or a saw or like a, like a squid <laughs> or something? Can you just do that? Because you need to help us because yeah. we're getting our asses kicked. And he's like, how about all of the above? And he, yeah. like, there's this great plan. Dummy. And, and that, like, that, that's the changing point. Like, that's where the battle, that's the turning point in the battle. Yeah. Because they were, he, they were getting dire straits. Yeah, and then all of a sudden dummy. that happens and yeah. he fixed it. So the actual end of the book, the monitor tells them they can essentially think happy thoughts. They erase all of the, yeah, they basically. Is that they how they the fix thing. it? Yeah. And the through the happy metal, thoughts? Yeah, through the happy thoughts. They think of hope. And it's their it's their battle cry yeah. for hope, and they do this thing, and it spreads across the universe and does a lot of reverse damage. But it also breaks the source wall. Yes, which is like the end of the universe for the yeah. DCU, and uh, which I thought was really interesting. And uh, later they have this really funny like dinner party at uh, Bruce's mansion where they talk about what happens to their universe now, 
And uh, one of the great analogies that you use, Aquaman says this, I think Arthur says this, he says, our fishbowl has been dumped into an ocean. The possibilities that we thought of our known universe are completely blown off the hinges. Yeah. So the source wall has been punctured and there's stuff out there. And our universe is way, way bigger now. And I liked I liked that notion. And yeah. Could, it was but, a good analogy. Yeah. My, my issue, and this is what I was struggling with earlier, is that I don't like the Etch-A-Sketch ending. Where it doesn't seem like it's been a really well thought out ending. It's just like, hey, we all have that 10th medal. Let's just dream up good thoughts. Yeah. And then everything's bad. okay. Yeah. So really. I guess the question is going to be what comes after this. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that's the thing. I'm interested. Uh, there's a series called No Justice, I think, that starts after this. Yep. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. I did like this little club scene that they have at the house. And look, look, I don't know if you saw this, but this is their club scene. They're all, like, dancing and, like, you know, yeah. just having a good time. Look who's here. Everyone's here. It's fucking Swamp Thing wearing a bow tie. How did I miss that? Yeah. I mean, I there's some great thing. stuff. There's some great stuff in there. So... That's essentially the end. I don't think we did a really great job of describing that plot. because, And it, you know it, what? It's hard to describe. I was going to say, so, in our defense, it's very hard to describe. Yeah. If you're going to read the series, don't do it without the other seven... Yeah. Yeah, Lions. seven one-shots with the other ba- Nightmare Batman. Because honestly, like, those are the best. Even if you didn't read this series, it's kind of interesting to see where those Nightmare Batman come from. Especially if you like... Elseworlds types of stories, right. which I do personally. I, I think do. you do. I do. For me, the, my favorite was the Devastator, um, and I didn't get much from the story from him because he right. was all just this big doomsday monster in the background. But right. when you see him in his one shot, I thought it was more interesting because it wasn't that he was trying to kill Superman; it was that he was trying to protect the world from having a Superman at all. Right. It was a little bit more interesting than just you know a brute. him versus him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to end this podcast with the fact that I found the Martian Manhunter. It must have took a while. It took a while. He had to get this tuxedo tailored because he's at this dinner party at the end of this book. But where the fuck did he go in the middle of the book? Nobody really knows. Nope. This has been Uttal. Justin. All right. We'll see you guys next time. I wouldn't have invited him to that party at the end, too. Yeah, that's right. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here? Hey, guys. How's it going? Get the fuck out of here. You didn't didn't even tailor a suit for you. Get out of here. Where did you go? You can't come to this party. This is employees only. (laughs) You were fired when you fucking disappeared on the job. Anyway.